caballeros! Bienvenidos al podcast del triple cable. It's podcast. Excuse me? <laughs> I've been working on that for days, actually. Uh, working for, to our Spanish listener. Uh, welcome. You know what was funny about that was just watching what your body did before <laughs> you said it. You like shimmied the shoulders a little bit and put the neck out just to get it just right. I actually confirmed that I have two bilingual patients and I saw this week and just, I wanted to say, is this how you say, gentlemen, welcome to the Threefold Chord podcast. And there are some translational issues, mm -hmm. but they both gave a thumbs up that that sounded right. Okay. And I was working on just the rolling the R's. You confirmed it. You had it ready to go. Yeah. Got it. Been practicing that on got a daily basis. Well, we got a message from you last night saying, can we do it tonight? You didn't want to wait till Thursday because you were so excited about the intro. I was super excited about it. And I was... Hey, um, I, thought this, I thought you said you missed us. Yeah, and I, I missed you guys. I was just ready to see you guys again. What do you miss about us? Well, just yeah. your smiling faces mm -hmm. and, and your disposition. And after last week, I still have a bruise, by the way. Yeah. How are we all doing from, from Pam last week? I think we're licking our wounds a little bit. Yeah. She was brutal. I'm a little sore. She was intense. She came in swinging. And never stopped. Yeah, there was no time for rope-a-dope. We just got roped the whole time. But it was all out of love. I felt that. <laughs> yes. Right? Well, mostly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she. I think mostly. she likes us. She does. Yeah, she does. I really appreciate them coming on, all of our guests. We're kind of at, what, are we at a mid-season? We have no guest. We're looking at right. an empty seat. That's, yeah, right. that's right. No guest this week. It's a cold <clears throat> mic. This is a mid-season, or what are we doing? Is this a recap? Well, it's... We can do whatever we want to tonight. Right. It's the 10th episode of the second season. Yeah, I mean, it feels like just yesterday, Morgan and TJ were in here. I know. You know, I had dinner with them last night. For the Oddcast. And they're doing great, by yes. the way. And they're still on schedule for the uh, Yeah, Jan the uh, January 9th, I believe. It's a good day. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice day for a white wedding. That's <laughs> It is. It's a nice day for, for a white, white wedding. wedding Speaking of oh. Billy Idol, um, Eddie Van Halen yesterday. I was so disappointed. You know, I grew up loving, yeah. I've always loved Van Halen. They're hard rocker in <clears> me. <throat> that was an epic rock group. It was only Sammy 65. Hagar. Yeah, I didn't even know he was sick. They kept I, really, it, I, I think they kept it quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. He thinks it was from a copper and metal guitar pick. So he got throat cancer and he got a spot on his tongue first mm. where he used to hold his pick in his mm. mouth so he he thinks it something the lesson is go see your doctor get checked mm. regularly yep well and i right. think i think they found that it had spread i guess on a recent checkup he knew he had right. something you know cancer but and he had said or i read something where they said his lungs were clear so it wasn't mm -hmm. like a lung you would think oh i smoked and lung cancer no yeah. it was an oral thing a mouth, tongue. Yeah, rip. Hmm. You like Sammy Hagar better than David Lee Roth? I mean... You know, good question. I don't know that it hmm. better. They're different. Um, different. Yeah, I'm an Aerosmith guy, but Van Halen, uh, you, you can't like rock and roll and not like Van Halen. We grew up, what, The 80s? first video I can ever remember seeing was Jump with David Lee Roth. I mean... Did you know there's not much guitar in... I found song. that out yesterday. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> not a lot Thanks. of guitar. Thanks, um, Steve. Mostly keyboard. And yep, it is yeah. a keyboard thing. Uh, yeah. How many downloads today of Jump? I wonder. Oh yeah. Amy and I listened to it in the office. Van Halen, Spotify. Yeah. When that song came on, what did Amy do? Did she just keep her seat, or did she, she get up yeah, and move no, she's around? She's pretty or? even keel. Okay. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ad, thanks for being even keel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a good. We need some more even keel in our life. Partner. We, we we're working on the middle, keeping it in the middle. Yeah. I, I think the middle, the middle, the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to be. See, honey, I'm trying. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. She's no in the middle. It's been a great yeah. season, though. We've had a lot of phenomenal guests. We had Hayes and Josh. Yep. The boys were yep. fantastic. That's right. They were great. Um, did we start with TJ and Morgan on our first one? That was it. For this season? August yeah. 12th. Yeah. Are we yeah. having another season? Did we get signed? You, heard you know, I'm su- supposed to hear Friday. Um, they'll, they'll send me an email or someone will call. I, I imagine, I mean, our numbers are looking pretty good. I think we're going to get signed for a third season. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you to all our kind listeners. We hope you're encouraged. Shout out to our sponsor for tonight, the Double Bubble Bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yes. Especially grape. And yes. Cuts Honey. Apparently, they're going to be uh, sending us some hats and things. Mm. I'm so excited so about that. Thank I, you. I, Did um, you work that out? I, I, I'm working on it. Thank you. It's, a con- it's, a, it's an effort that keeps continuing. Thank you, Cuts Honey. Yeah. Agreed. Love the honey. So they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to be sending us some stuff. Is there anyone out there dressing up as Winnie the Pooh for Halloween? Mm. Speaking of honey. What's a worse look for a man? The Winnie the Pooh look or the Donald Duck look? <laughs> mm. I, I you say think poo. about both characters. Yeah. Well, neither one are wearing pants. They, so, and they, all they have, gotta, and all they have be, are shirts on. Yeah, you got to be careful. Well, yeah. and one, one, you know, with Winnie, the problem is the gut's hanging out of the shirt. Mm-hmm. And that's never good. It's coming out under the shirt. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. you got to keep the gut. And up. Donald's is more of like a like a sailor look with like a hat too, right? It is. He's a little bit more dressy, but still no still pants. no pants. <laughs> that's right. Does Winnie the Pooh have a belly button? Is there a belly button? I'm never seeing one. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think little bears have belly buttons. I'm not sure. I've never checked. They're mammals. Right? Yeah. Mammalian. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of Winnie the Pooh, last. Friday, it was a one day only October 2nd, Krispy Kreme, working mm. to get them as a sponsor, by the way. Mm. At a one day okay, only okay. while supplies last, mm-hmm. their regular glazed donut, but instead of the white icing, it was a chocolate glaze icing. Hmm. So my wife, I said, Michelle, please. So Friday morning, because <laughs> I don't have time. Right. She right. trekked across to the other side of town, and there were people that found out when I, I looked at our cast, I said, we bought $45 worth of Krispy Kreme. Goodness. Well, they weren't all for us. Anyways, long story short, she comes That's home with two dozens. a lot of donuts. She, she shared comes home, some, some love. She loved, yeah, she she loved on she people, spread which the, is great. Spread the love. She's a giver. Came home with two dozen. Mm-hmm. I ate 13. A true baker's dozen. Son. In one sitting. Mm. Well, over the course of Friday... Saturday, and then just first part of Sunday morning. Did you feel bad? About, I felt I mean, terrible. Just physically. Well, but I, I didn't feel bad about feeling terrible. It was worth it, but I felt like Winnie the Pooh. Have we all... Oh, wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I was going with this. Have we all had a hot and ready from Krispy Kreme? I have not. 
Your mom hasn't either, and it was crazy to me. No, no, I haven't. The, the, everyone talks about the hot sign yeah. and how they have to pull in. and yeah. that I don't even see that. And I'm not patting myself on the back. I just It's not yeah, appealing to me at all. It's, it's all right to humble brag a little bit. No, it's, I just, okay. it's not appealing yeah. to me. I don't have a sweet tooth. Well, like That's your good. Bible character you. last week, I mean, humble Mark, here we go. Yeah, is, wait, <laughs> is being not liking dessert humble? That doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> no, that's good. impressive. That's the I, one I, donut I won't say no to. Is a Krispy Kreme, mm. especially if it's a hot one. You know what yeah. Jamie Harvey told me once? The Funnel is her name. She told me she could eat two dozen at one sitting. No problem. Gracious. I don't think that's possible. Well, you can, you get into the hot three. Ones are soft and they're quick to but go. But yeah, you're three in before you realize yeah. what's happened. But you've got 21 more to go after that. One uh, sitting? There's no way. Not for, no. It would be tough. Yeah. It would be fun to try, maybe, if you didn't have to be anywhere the next well, day. it's hard to beat the, the donut. <laughs> like a Friday afternoon. Connection. Yeah. The donut connection and the little crunchy one. Their donut holes. This is just me talking. I love their donut holes. The chocolate one. Yeah, but the little crunchy, the yeah. whatever, it's, the toffee crunch. Money. <clears throat> it is incredible. Yeah. Thank you to our sponsor, Donut Connection. We love yeah. Donut Connection in the morning, right next to David's Barbecue. Good breakfast. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. All right, so we're... We're circular tonight. This is fantastic. You got anything? I do. Do you have something? I've I've got something. Um, I would say a year ago, my wife printed printed out this list, and she put it on our little um, bulletin board by our door in our garage. And it's been up there ever since. And I've never really asked her why she put it up. But it's been up there for almost a year, and here's the title of it. And I thought it'd be fun for us tonight to discuss this. Yes. But when I first saw it, I was like, is she trying to tell me something? <laughs> is this a message to me? That's always a good place to start, yeah. men. But I want to get, get y'all's opinion on this. So the list is this. And it's not in a, in a list of, you know, of importance. It's just, so it's 10 things that require zero talent. So 10 things we can do in our life that you have to have no talent to be good at. Mm-hmm. So there's no one that has an excuse as to why they couldn't That's do right. this. Okay. That's right. I already like where this is headed. Me too. So do, I thought maybe we could just go down this list tonight and get y'all's opinion on each one and see what you think. Yeah, and as the least talented person at the table, I thank you so much, Mark. Well, I knew you were going to say that, and so I, I wanted to. I wanted to first maybe t- <laughs> let's talk about what Brett, what we think Brett is really good at. <laughs> what? No. Like what we think his talents are. Let's go to the list. What's number one? Can we just do this real quick? I have no problem with this. So one thing that I remember, do you remember when Brett preached like two years ago on being a good dad? Mm. That's the first thing I was thinking of. His his ability to get up and speak and be relatable to the masses and how he speaks and the sincerity, to me, is an incredible talent that I wish I had. And I, I appreciate that about you. So I feel, to me, that's got to be close to the top. It's a wonderful example of a godly father. Imperfect, mm-hmm. you know. As we all are. As we all yeah. are. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Just the, ask Pam. For what we're saying. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. She'll lay it out. <laughs> She'll lay it out. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you're doing a fantastic job. Great inspiration. Well, yeah. You guys are with, too um, I appreciate yeah. that. As a husband and father. And I'm sure you're talented at other things yeah. too. But well, that's you're great what, at buttons. No. Pushing the buttons. Oh, well. He's an incredible technical guy. He's no. an engineer. Just, yeah. You know. He is. We just press. 
I love when he's struggling for things to say. I All do right, too. Let's Thank you too. guys. Let me throw him. All right, here we go. Yeah, Number amen. one. Wait, so, should we should we think say? Because I haven't looked at this list. I know you no. guys haven't seen no, it. Haven't Is seen there it. something that we could maybe could we throw out something that we think and see if it matches up with this list? Or no, you go. Let's you just think go you're one go. to ten. Okay, and then if something else comes to your mind, we'll throw it in. How about Got it. that? I like it. All right. This is a big one for me, number one, and pretty much nothing in life drives me more crazy than this. But number one, being on time. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's my number one pet peeve in life, lateness. It's why we drive two cars to worship. <laughs> Sometimes we do as well. Yeah. You know, so we all three have that in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not that we all drive separately, but um, I would rather be... 45 minutes early than five yeah, minutes to late. everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How were you all raised when it comes to being on time? Like what was, what was taught to you? So I don't remember if, if you guys, I mean, you remember my paternal grandfather, Marvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was an hour early to services. Always the first one at every church. Every single time. Yes. And, and we so, have another Marvin that's like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Dukes. Yeah. And so, I mean, you were either ready to go mm-hmm. <laughs> an hour earlier. You got left. Yeah. There's no doubt. Find your way to church. They find your way. Yeah. Thumb it up. Yeah. Yeah. My parents always told me that 15 minutes early is a little bit late. Wow. Mm. So, it, I mean, you know, sure. if we if we had to be, if church started at nine o'clock, class started at nine, we definitely left before 830 to get to church. And we lived 10 minutes away in the valley, you know, where we grew up. Yeah. And that was that was just so now when I'm not that early, I'm in full panic mode, filled with anxiety. It's a terrible feeling. Uh, we were raised, you know, with the concept of being punctual and being ready. So I can remember as a kid a lot of times like getting for church, getting my clothes ready the night before. Mm-hmm. So we'd be ready to roll. Yeah. Um, sometimes th- things happen, I guess. Yeah. No, they do. And, and, you know, as we, you know, grow up and we have families and involve kids, there's, there's curveballs, you know, that sometimes cause you. Oh, yeah. But that panic has never left me, you know, and me even neither. if I know the kids are sick or Angel's doing the best she can, we're all doing the best we can to get them out of the house. Mm-hmm. Even though I know there's a good reason, <laughs> the panic is still, It doesn't help it, the it panic help. to go away. It doesn't. And as soon as the second hand clicks one second past (laughs) when you should have been leaving, you're guaranteed to catch every light. Not only that, but catching (laughs) the light as they're turning (laughs) red. So you get the full full minute to two minutes, and it just is what it is. If you leave 30 minutes early, it's going to be smooth sailing. Right. Green. You can go the speed limit. No problem. Everything's fun. But just one second past when you needed to leave, done. It's 90 miles an hour. It's over. How right. many arguments has it caused? <sighs> you know what? I don't, I don't argue, but I just go quiet. I don't okay. say anything. Wait, in general or with I us? Just, overall, all oh, the married, say, married years. Yeah. Oh, I would say maybe as many people as have died from COVID-19 <laughs> in this country. But I will sit in the car. I'll sit in the car with it on. You're there waiting. And just wait. Let's roll. I'm here. Yes. All right. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Sorry, so, honey. Well, so let's be timely. One, one more thing about I being you, on honey. time. It just shows that you respect the other person. Yeah. Whether you respect their time, whether it's chastised. church, whether it's dinner with someone, yep. whether it's an appointment, be on time. And, and to that, I was just saying, I, I'm chastised on a daily basis with your 15, 20 minutes 
late. You yeah. have five people waiting. Hurry up. Yeah. So I get it. You, you probably get this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Number two, making an effort. Zero talent to make an effort. You know, I think of camp all the time because that's one of the things you've been preaching for a number of years, and I've grabbed onto that of just the two things. And I know we're going to talk about more than that, but my attitude and my effort, those are two things I have immediate control over without question. Complete control. And that really determines the so much of the outcome. Yeah. Well, when you think about effort and you know, the end game there. So you, you get out what you put in. And so I hear sometimes, and, and this is something that I struggled with way back when, is kind of finding your place in a big group of people. So let's say your church, mm-hmm. you know, the body you worship with, and you hear sometimes, I can't find my place, and I'm kind of, I'm struggling. I don't think I fit in well here. And you think about, well, how much effort have you put in yep. to you know, getting involved? to meeting people, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of finding your place and, and stuff like that. So that's something that certainly hits home for me. Yep. Um, you know, as far as I tell, goes. I tell the kids all the time in school and in sports, be the person that is, that has the most effort because coaches, teachers, administrators, they love that. And it just shows that you you want to be there. You want to be the best at what you're doing. Not that you want to be better than everybody else, but just just try hard. And bad things have never happened from trying too hard. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. having too much effort. Right. So I, I think it's, it's one of the big keys. And sometimes that's the difference between, you know, if you, if you have the same talent as someone else, if mm-hmm. you're just giving that, you know, we say 110%, but if you're just giving that full effort, yep. that can be the difference. I, I tell the you know, kids, especially at camp or in athletic situations, make coaches have to find reasons why you shouldn't be in there because you've got so many positives of Mm -hmm. like, we got to play this person just because they will bring it every play 100% with a great attitude and a great effort. Sometimes that will put you over the top. Bringing your lunch pail to work. Yeah, that's it. What's the saying? Um, Hard work. Is better than talent when talent isn't working hard or yep. something like that. Yep, that's it. I, I think I just massacred that. that no, quote, I don't think so. It's something along those lines. That, yeah, it I think it's a good one. Proverbial. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think Tebow said it. <laughs> All right, B, uh, number three. This is a good one. Have high energy. Mm. Energetic. Chip, I, take your time on this one. I um, I'm a wound up person. Usually mm-hmm. last night I was on the, on the news of the death of Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I put my headphones on. Mm. I turned my phone up as loud as it would go. And I was in our bedroom screaming and singing Van Halen songs to the top of my lungs. Mm-hmm. I sounded incredible. I felt like I was Sammy Hagar at one point. And Michelle <laughs> looked at me, mm-hmm. asked me to stop a couple of times and asked me if I was on some sort of a chemical or something. A chemical. And I said, I'm just, I'm just high on life. Yeah. Just excited here. Yeah. So something about you two guys, you talk about high energy. That's mm-hmm. something that both of you, I think, bring to the table and you're great examples of, you know, it's, it's rare that I've seen either one of you, you know, in services, even if you're having a bad day, it's hard to tell. 
because you bring the same energy, the same high energy and good attitude to the table all the time. And I drag in here sometimes, and you know, you've seen it. I drag in here, you guys are <laughs> I like, remember that? You, you okay? <laughs> you all right? And and I'm struggling a little bit, but you know, you guys always have that energy. I can draw on you from the force. I just feel. What it. can we do to encourage you, buttons? <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're encourager, you know, high energy encouragers. I just feel like like at camp, and I, I view camp and VBS a, a lot the same. Where. I really don't know what I'm going to do when I get up, but I know if I'm energetic, at least people are going to listen and be drawn in. And I, I think we can do that. We can do that with our Christianity when we talk to people about the mm-hmm. Lord. We can't talk like we're dying, you know, that we're that it's boring or that it's it's something that we don't want to do. It, it's it's all about how you present it. And just, right. and just the energy that you have when you're, you're, you're talking about, it. we're going to talk about it later here. There's another one about your passion, but to me, you just, you got to be energetic about that stuff. And this isn't about being fake and just right flipping. I mean, I, I guess to a point you can flip the switch, but Hayes had kind of touched on that. You guys had, I think mm-hmm. maybe ask him is what is he like? And Hayes mm-hmm. is like, listen, this is, it, it was 1030 at night last <laughs> night. I'm screaming <laughs> Van Halen songs yeah. to the top of my lungs. You're just yeah. screaming Panama all through the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just, but yeah. let that be who you are. Right. Um, with that authenticity, it definitely counts. Yeah. I've told Laura before, I think that part of being a good parent, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that I am, but you just have to have energy. If your kids come to you and they want to do something, mm-hmm. You can't just be laying on the couch. Yeah. Like you got to get up and do it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to you, get off the couch. You've Sometimes gotta you got to lay on the couch. Well, maybe later in the day, yeah. or if you're sick. But <laughs> if you're if you're not one of those, you got to get up, man. You got to get up and get moving. You do. You got to have energy with the kids. Be active. Active. Be. All right. So active. we're good on that. We got being on time, making an effort, being high energy. Number four. Here we go. Are we done with number three? That was number three. Hmm. High energy. Right. Are we done? Did you want to add more? I don't. Let's move on. Number four. You're going to love this one, Chip, because you're all over this one. Having a positive attitude. Mm. Now, I do struggle with that from time to time. I'm making an effort. 100%. I'm making an effort to be more positive, Mm -hmm. but it does count. Yeah. I'm not going to get too far in the weeds here, Mm -hmm. but in in this political circus, there are people that are just always so negative chicken little about everything and at some point i'm like you know find something that you are positive about or grateful about mm-hmm. and it it will be less bad but just in life in general yeah mm-hmm. to, to see yeah the glass it, there's less but we've got this right what can we do to work with this how can i make it better how do we well speaking to your point because that's the climate we're in right now is the political climate and you know Bless Phil for taking on that subject, which is a subject I would I would never attempt it's to talk about or preach on. It's tough. Goodness, yes, um, and he he did a great job with that. But to his point, how do we not let it become such a big part of our lives? Because if it's not a huge part of our lives, that negativity that goes along with what side are you, are you on, and let me attack you because you're not on my side, kind of thing. If that's not a huge part of our life, then it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. You know, and if we, if we don't let it become such a huge part of our lives, then it, then it won't matter. And, and I'm speaking to myself because I get wrapped up in it so quickly. Yeah. You know, and, and the, feel attacked. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously I, I try not to talk about it very often because there really aren't ever a lot of good results that come from a big political discussion. Right. I've, in my in my experience. Yeah. And, you know, it's just finding ways to stay out of that negativity because, goodness, it's so easy between social media and the news and people around us. Sometimes it's so easy to get just dragged down into that negativity. So how do we get out of that? I mean, what are what are some steps we take to not fall into that stuff? Well, to the Eeyores out there, if we're going to stay in our Winnie the Pooh theme, mm-hmm. listen, yeah. pick your ears up, straighten your back up. There's mm-hmm. something I tell my patients all the time with regards to your posture, and you can kind of see how people are, and you can mm-hmm. kind of get a disposition, and it is on a level, a reflection of how a person feels oh, about oh, themselves. We're going to talk about body language for sure, so, but keep going. And I didn't mean to jump in on that, but... Jump uh, on it. Stand up, mm-hmm. you you know, your posture, your body language counts. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's just straighten yourself up. Yeah. And perk yourself up. I think it's a lot of it is prioritizing. Mm-hmm. You know, so what are you filling your head with during the day? And it's easy to, you know, go down these rabbit holes and stay online and social media and feel hit on that too. The social media dilemma we're mm-hmm. in right now. And um I haven't watched <laughs> that on Netflix, have you? I, we've watched about half of it, and was I, it? I wanted the kids to watch it, and they both fell asleep during it. So now we did start it later in the day. Yeah. So that was my fault. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's from everyone that has seen it, they mm-hmm. say it's really good, and it's a lot of stuff we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just really hammers home like how addicted we are to the things that we have in our hands. Do you remember Phil's lesson series, Disconnect to Connect? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to disconnect to connect. Yep. So what are you connecting to? Yep. You know, when it comes to politics, again, I'm not patting myself on the back here, but I don't pay any attention to it. So what? when people say stuff to me about it, mm. it's like I don't even hear them because I really don't care. And I know, and I think I should care more, <laughs> um, but I don't care enough to be invested in it because... I always tell people, whoever is in charge, I serve God. Mm-hmm. And that, that's my focus is, you know, whether they're good presidents, bad presidents, whatever, that doesn't affect my day-to-day life because of who I serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I serve God. I want to serve my family. And whoever, who's in charge doesn't affect that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't pay attention to it. And I know that I, I should know more. So I could have, you know, discussions with people about it. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It doesn't get me fired up because I really don't care. And I know that that's not a great thing to, to say or to be like, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a great thing to not care about politics. And you, so you prioritize other things. I don't even think about it. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Um, I've even told people, and I know this is very unpopular. I don't even know if I should say it, but I've considered like not voting this year because I don't, and I know that I shouldn't do that. He's not going to do that. But I know I'm going to be forced to, but you know, I just, I don't know. It all feels dirty to me. Well, because it is on a certain level. I had a patient yesterday ask me, Dr. Powell, what, what are you going to do if, you know, Joe Biden gets elected? I said, I'm going to get up and go to work the next yeah, day. Yeah, you wake up and I you mean, go to work. I, 
yeah, I'm here I am, use me, Lord. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, Phil, Phil made a great point the other day, and I started this a couple of presidential terms <clears throat> ago, but authentically making an effort, don't do it every day, but really where it's not a, an uncommon thing to literally mention our leaders by name. And sometimes you don't have to be able to articulate the words, you know, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit, able to communicate that to the Father, but just to authentically lift up our leaders, whether it's at a local or federal level, and just asking for their goodwill, their mm-hmm. their blessings, mm-hmm. their open minds, insights, open the eyes of their hearts. And again, living in such a way that where the, the Lord himself would dare to move at my words, you know, whether it is, and there's nothing too difficult that's been very helpful. And you can't, you know, you, what are you going to do? You're going to fake a prayer with the Lord. So at that point, if you've humbled yourself and you're yeah. going to do it, you're being real and you never know. Um, so that's been very helpful to just kind of yeah. take that 30,000 foot idea. approach yeah. of, I can, I know there's stuff going on there, mm-hmm. but I can pull back far enough to know that here it is calm and it is peace. Yeah. And I don't have to let that dominate my physiology on a daily basis. Doesn't mean I'm, I don't vote. Doesn't mean I'm not involved or mm-hmm. I don't care or take opportunities to educate someone mm-hmm. if they're way off base. But being able to say, you know what? There are people that aren't going to agree with me. You know he me. loves to do that. I love it. I'll talk to you about anything. Let's get a cup of coffee. I mean, if we want to fight, yeah. let's not. No. But let's no, reason like men. Yeah. And it's, and it's better. Yeah. It's, it's better. Good. Well, I think, you know, to your point, are we willing to submit? As Christians, our example has been set. It's submission. And if Jesus can submit standing in front of Pilate, being treated like the worst human on the face yeah. of the earth, and say, I'm submitting to you because you would have no power if it weren't given to you. You talk about political corruption. Come right. on, folks. Yeah. Caesar, Pilate, Herod, are you kidding me? Right. So oh. we, we don't have that, guys. We, you no, know, as bad yeah. as we think things are, whoever yeah. we disagree with in office... It's nothing like that. And, yeah. and so we're blessed. And that to me is why like, yeah. we shouldn't really get that bent out of shape about it. Let's yeah. relax. Let's stay in shape. You, are, <laughs> the, you know, let's shape. just relax. Yeah, let's do it. It's more of, you know, are the Gators going to be 3-0 and this week, after this week? Which we're playing football, by the way. A&M. Yeah, we are. And I didn't think we were going to. So we are. It's a great thing. So 3-0. Right. I was wrong. Focus. All right, here we go. Number N- Number five. We're about to be halfway through it. Cinco. Yes. See, being passionate. Mm, yep. That's such a good lead-in. Being passionate. Did you did you do that on purpose? I didn't. It's it's legitimately number. It five. is. You just showed me. Thank you. Yeah. That number is five. one thing about you, Marky, that I do love. Whatever it is, <laughs> right. you are passionate. There are times when I've got to really kind of prime the pump to get going. I mean, if it's something that I like, listen, it's easy for me to get passionate about yeah. Florida athletics That's or right. even, even spiritual things or things with the family. But sometimes yeah. it's, uh, we really have to go. Can't you just sign my name, Michelle? And, <laughs> but no, let's be passionate. Yeah. Um, and again, that, I can't, I think that kind of goes into the attitude and effort thing as well, that mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to bring it. Yeah. If you're going to do something, I say you got to, you just got to do your best. Yeah. And whatever it is, uh, and being passionate about it, even if we don't love it, trying to, you know, prime that pump, like you said, and, and trying to get it going uh, to get you there. Yeah. yeah. It, it helps. I had a football coach in um, high school, and 
he had the weirdest sayings. <laughs> and one of them was, and he did this for about a week. He'd get out there and practice, and he'd say, turn off that radio station. We're all standing out there with our <laughs> helmets and pads on, looking at him. What, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Turn off that radio station. So about the fourth day, he said, again, turn off that radio station. Finally, somebody said, what are you talking about? What radio station? He said, W-L-A-Z-Y. <laughs> Turn this it off. He had the passion. W-L-A-Z-Y. Yeah. W-L-A-Z-Y coming at you. Yeah, I mean, turn off that radio station. Like, right. get passionate. Yeah. You're out here to play ball. Get it. And how lucky you are to be able to do that. Yeah. Might as well just go all out. Turn off the radio station. He had no idea that this day in I, this year. you'd be mentioning. I'd be talking about it. And here it is. Podcast. Thanks, Coach Pritchett. And you haven't tuned into that station in a long time. We, you can't. Mm. Yeah, we can't. We're all. Let me ask you guys this. You can't be lazy right now. If you could give me one thing in life you're passionate about, what is it that you just lose your mind over? Like secular? I, anything. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, nothing that like makes you just you know terribly angry, but something that you just love. It sometimes depends for me, like what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day I was passionate about those donuts. Yeah, I'm certainly passionate about Florida. And that's what's good about you is mm-hmm. that you 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 just get excited about stuff and you go all in. And I think the people around you can feed off of that. That's why we need your positive energy. We need it in this place. We draw on you because people want you draw people in, and if you're upset. They're going to be upset. You, it, but if you're bringing the passion and the positive attitude, to me, the sky's the limit for the people around you. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mark? I'm a little bit like Chip, where it could be it could be a lot of things. But um, you know, music, I'm super passionate about. I, you know, I, I studied music for so long, and I, I got so deep into it that it, for a while, it's like all I did and all I cared about. Brilliant. Um, but. My whole life, I have always said I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a husband and a dad. Mm. And, and so kind of everything I did was pointing toward that. And that's really all. I didn't know anything else I wanted to do. Even in college, I'd, I've changed majors like six right, times. Right. Because I really couldn't find something that I was like super passionate about. But I knew I wanted to be married and I knew I wanted to be a dad. And so I think to me just being a parent is... Probably, I mean, besides God and, and, yep. and who I serve, I think that's a given. Um, but just my family and the and the you know the, the family that surrounds me, I just I love and I'll, I'm all in on that, yeah. all in on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you buttons. So the first, first and foremost, you know, and I think this is kind of a threefold chord. <laughs> is it's a podcast? <laughs> Good husband. Good father, mm-hmm. good servant. Yeah. is kind of a, a three-head thing. And I often go to sleep at night evaluating the day. Yeah. And you have to. How, have, how did I impact today? Mm-hmm. Did I have a positive impact? Did I, was I complete failure? And there are a lot of nights. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> I of course, yeah. I feel like a complete failure, but it's, it's a passion. You yeah. know, it's and it's it's the next day trying to be better, and so that's one. And then being a good employee has yep. always been very important to me. Yep. No matter what I'm doing, whether it was the first job, you know, at a grocery store, 
mm-hmm. or you know, at, at the university, wherever I am, it's being a good employee. Mm-hmm. And that's been a passion of mine. So I guess succeeding in those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I can be really good at being a husband, at being a father and being a servant, if I can be really good at those You're going to have a really good life. I'm going to have a really good life. Yeah. So if, we, if I can address those those things, yeah. and then I'm going to be able to take care of my family mm-hmm. if I'm a good employee, mm-hmm. because people tend to not get paid when they're when they're not in good, you know, not good employees. Yeah. So, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, something you said a little bit ago about you feel sometimes at night that you have failed that day. No doubt. At something. Yeah. But that shows that you really care, because if you if you didn't think that, then it would be like you know, I'm not really giving it my effort. Yeah. Because you can't, I tell people you can't hit home runs every day. Right. You know, you just got to keep chipping away. Just just put the ball in Be play, folks. Yeah. And, and, I think and if you feel like a failure, right. you're like, all right, now you're, you're thinking about it. You want to get better. That's where the passion comes in. That's such a great point. I think about you guys and, you know, kind of how, speaking of fatherhood and kind of how you talk about your dads and you have these really great <clears throat> positive things to say about the impact they had on you. And I think about that sometimes. That I, if if nothing else, if when my boys grow up, if they can just say, "My dad loved me." Yep, that's it. You know? Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's just such a huge thing, and and I don't want them to ever think otherwise. Yep. I'd feel terrible if I thought for one second that either one of my kids right. questioned that. Yeah. But do you sometimes think, you know, was I too hard on them? Did I do Every something? Every day. No? You're yes. evaluating that passion. I apologize like, to them. I'm like, yeah. I'm always like, I'm sorry, I'm terrible. I, I I'm sorry, I'm so mean. <laughs> yeah. but, it, right. but, but I follow it up with, it's, it's because I care so much. Yeah. If yeah. I didn't care, I'd let you do whatever you wanted to. That's right. And I'd be a terrible parent. And I think one day, because we know, because one day we grew up and we went, oh, now I get it. Yeah, of course. And so you hope one day they wake up and they, well, wake up. They grow up and they, I wake up, and they go. Now I get it. Yeah, and I know he. I know he loved me. You know. Yeah, and there's a personal accountability <laughs> to be able to look back, just even on a daily thing, and take an inventory of the day. There's an old Casting Crown song, life song, and there was a there's a phrase in there that that struck my chord years ago. Of I want to be able to sign my name at the end of the day, knowing that my heart was true. And so, if you said if you had mm. a contract yep. of everything you did Good from day's work. the moment you get up, yeah. thought, did whatever, and you said, okay, this is it. You're going to sign your name to yep. this front of this paycheck here, uh, there are some of those days you go, man, I ain't putting my signature down on that because mm-hmm. that wasn't very good. But there's other right. days when you go, give me a pen, baby. Yeah. And you scrawl it out right. and it was a good day. So yeah. live your day in such a way where you can confidently look back and say, I'm signing my name at the yep. end of this day, yep. knowing that to the best of my ability, my heart remained true to you, Lord. And we'll see if we can do this again tomorrow. If I if you op- let me open my eyes. And you have a great saying that I love and I've, I've actually used it myself since I heard you say it is all you want in life is to see Michelle and your kids in, in heaven with you. That's your whole goal. So, and if you live your life with that goal in mind, you're going to do the right things each day. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes, but all in all, we're going to, that's every day. We're going to be fighting towards that. Yeah. We go together or we don't go at all. The kids used to get really disturbed <laughs> at that when they were younger. I said, that's it. We either all go to heaven or we're all out. So <laughs> and they're like, what? I said, I'm out. I'm yeah. done with this. How scary would that and be as a kid? And they're looking at me and I'm going, so tighten up. We either go together or it's, <laughs> oh. or we're all out. That's Throwing a, down the gauntlet. That's the pressure, and man. That's, yeah. that's wow. a good motivator. Yeah. I love it. Under pressure. Okay. Here we go. Ding, no. Ding, 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 ding. Under pressure. Uh, is that? 
That's two songs, right? It is, although Vanilla Ice claims he didn't steal Queen that's, he, he, he did. that's not true. He ripped it off. Yeah, he okay. had to have. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number six, Chip. You mentioned this earlier, but it's on the paper. Using good body language. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm a broken record at work. For those of you who don't know, I am passionate about chiropractic, and we deal with it on a daily basis of mm -hmm. people saying, what can I do to help? And start by standing up. Your posture is a reflection of how you feel about yourself in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so body language counts. Wow. I can tell immediately how a person feels. Just Let me just assess your posture real quick. Yeah. And you go, oh, this, 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 boom. So it yep. counts. And people notice it and are looking. So they will notice it if you're standing up yeah. and confident. It's not an arrogance, but it is a confidence to be, as King Saul, head and shoulders because everyone slouches mm -hmm. and everyone's buried in their iPhones and whatever. So if you're the one that's up with a great situ situational awareness mm -hmm. and a great head on your shoulders mm -hmm. and great posture, you're going to notice your head and shoulders and not, again, not in a cocky way. Right. You're upright and representing. And think about the, the, um, the confidence we have just by serving God and being a faithful Christian. I mean, we're, you know, if we're doing what the, what the word of God says, that alone should give us a, a posture of, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm confident. I'm chosen. You're immortal. I heard something. I've been in a sales meeting the last two days. That sounds awful. It was. And it was virtual. So I sat behind my computer for what was you seeing nine hours a day. Even worse. Part of it was we did a little body language thing. And my manager rolled out these statistics that they just heard. Yes, Brett is backing away. No, I was, I was um, not slouching. I was sitting up. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Um, it was some study she mentioned where first impressions are these. It's 7% are the words that you're saying. 48% is the sound of your voice. 55% is your body language. So to your point, what you just said, it's the first thing you notice on someone. And if you're looking all like bad and your shoulders are down and you're, and you're, you just look terrible. Yeah. Like people, an Eeyore. People are going to be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to be a Christian. That yeah. looks fun. Yeah. Well, Where do I sign team. up? Yeah. Yeah. I need some of that. Sometimes I feel like, <laughs> sometimes I feel like at home, Angela is looking at me because maybe I don't look the best or something and she's not listening to anything i'm saying she's just so looking at you so yeah. yeah she's like you're a mess right now because the Shut words up. coming out of your mouth don't match up with how you look exactly yeah yeah match it Ma you gotta match, match it, it up <laughs> match it up that's such a great point though yeah use good body language those percentages that's incredible i love it yeah i never considered that and, and she may have made those up but i've heard something like that before i agree with it um, and you've had, you know, we do all these like speaker training things about, you know, how you speak to audiences and, you know, how to bring people in. And it, it's all about just how you present yourself. Thank you, lady that did the Zoom call with Mark to teach him this and then him teach us this. Yep. Her name is Sharon. Sharon, you, Sharon. maybe you could subscribe to the threefold. Maybe we could have podcast. Sharon on the podcast. That'd be great. Yeah. She'd have to watch her language. All right, here we go. Number Evan. Um, Siete. Number uh, I love this one. Number seven, be coachable. Be coachable. Oh, where do we start? Yeah. That's start from the beginning. <laughs> In the beginning. <laughs> well, Adam again, was pretty coachable. Well, I was just going to say, if a coachable person, mm -hmm. yeah, you're willing to take criticism. Have to be. 
You're willing to take praise, of course. Who isn't? Um, It's it's ridiculous. Everyone to take praise. But as soon as you want to criticize or differ from, you know, what I think is right, now my quills are up. So it's Mm. it's being, it's making yourself vulnerable. To not in a weak way, but saying, you know what, I want to be one step bigger, or you know, take this to the next level. I want to do things to help. How can I, you know, tell me where I, I can improve? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not something that necessarily comes naturally. If you've set goals in life for anything, whether it be like we were just talking about being a good father, being a good husband, being a good employee, you know, um, if you've set any of those goals and you're not willing to accept criticism and grow mm-hmm. from someone who's been there, someone who has more experience, someone who can show you kind of where you're falling short, yep. you're never going to reach them. Right. And I think all of us are still growing. I don't, you know, I speak for myself, you know, I'm not the Christian I hope to become one day. And there's the reference that we're clay, mm-hmm. right. still being molded. Right. That cannot happen in a spiritual sense or in a worldly sense. That cannot happen if you're not willing to be coached. Yep. Whether it be, by God or someone, you know, mm-hmm. a family member, a friend, a boss, whoever. And being willing to be coach, it, coached is an admission that I don't have all the answers. You're the expert. Whatever it is, you know, I'm going to take a misstep here. I, I love in Psalms 145, 14. The Brett, Lord, can you turn to that? You want to get to that? Yeah. This is... We're breaking out the Bible. We are. This is wonderful. Let's let's let him get there before you read. See how fast he can get Psalms there. We're going to go ahead and read. We're going to go ahead and read. The Lord Jehovah sustains all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. So again, as a person being willing to be coached, your coach is going to you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. Let them pick you up. Yep. And, and in this case, the Lord will sustain you, will pick you up. You're going to make mistakes. Move on. Mm-hmm. Learn from it. I learn more from my mistakes. I always remember more and learn more than the things that I just naturally got right. Yep. That's right. From a practical standpoint, keeping it within church is, you know, we're, we're all, we've all been up in front of the, the congregation many times. And I, you know, we have since we were teenagers, and one of the things that um, I've had to, you know, whenever I lead singing or, you know, when I've, I mean, I've, I've preached other places, not here. I don't know if I could preach here, but. You could. Yeah, you should. Um, but anytime you come down off of that, there's always one or two people that I like to go to and say, okay, what'd you think? How did I do? How can I improve? And I think you have to be willing to listen to people that can help you get better and not let that keep you from doing it again. So being coachable and just a little thing like that, when you're up front serving the congregation, um, I've had plenty of people tell me the things that I need to change about my song leading. And you just got to take it. Yep. And, and Especially if you're asking for it. Right. Right. So Well, and I think it's good that you want to be the best, you know, leader, worship leader, service leader you can be. Mm-hmm. I think that speaks to, to the commitment. Yep. That's good. All right, here we go. That was a really good one, Mark. That was great. Yeah. I, good work. You know, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I tell the kids all the time, you got to be coachable. You do. They both play sports. 
allow yourself to be coached. And when the coach tells you something, do it immediately. Yeah, don't be the kid that everybody can't stand. Yeah, and it, who immediately you pout and you you know you, you don't want to do quit. it. And, Turn no. off that station. W-L-A-Z-Y. Number eight, do a little extra. Hmm. The extra mile. Extra mile. That's, be, that's what I thought of. Be one step bigger. That When was that in camp? That was a couple of years ago now. Uh, the extra mile. Were you... Were you at camp then? I don't think I was at Was that, that Kalakwa? One. That may have been, may have been. at Kalakwa. That mm-hmm. was our, our theme was going the extra mile in whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There was a song about that, Give a Little Bit. Yeah, that's Give right. a little, little bit. bit. Give a little bit of my life for you. you. Yeah. That was better. So, that was pretty good. You think that was it better? Was, yeah, it was. You knew it way better than I did. I Which, the by there. the way, O Canada is, you got to work on that. I did receive that text earlier. I, I apologize to our Canadian listener. Yeah, how was, um, yeah sorry. No we did hear from a Canadian intended. listener we saying we needed, to, we needed to learn that. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. That was the text we got. Yeah. To please. Shooting. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I don't know if you want to listen to it or not. I don't think we should do we the should. whole thing. But, you know, but, just a little, little bit of it here. But you know what? This goes to being coachable. Carly Rae Jepsen. That's right. Yeah. A little nasal for me, but okay. Yeah, you know. That's the sound back then. Thank you, Brett. Is she, okay. She's the one that sang the... Um, <laughs> So this is crazy. Here's my number. It's call me yeah. maybe. It's call called. me maybe. Hayes and Emma, they did the, yeah, thing, the, the video. The yep. music video. Oh, right. And Gray yeah. and Jill. Yeah. That was a long was time ago. goodness, but it wasn't that long ago. No. It, it was, it, eight years? Listen, I'll, time I'll, going? Uh, yeah, I'll stand for your anthem Good. if you stand for ours. So. All right. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) All right, so do a little extra. That seems to be, um, you know, that goes with the effort. It goes with the attitude. Just be willing to give a little bit more. Of your love to me. There it is. Guys, this is a big one for me. Uh, And I think this is, this this maybe should have been number one. Be prepared. Mm. Be ready. You got, I, I always say ABR, always be ready. I have had uh, a recurring nightmare for most of my life to this point. I, uh, You're in a math class taking a test? In a math class. Oh. Taking was, a test. Oh, that was mine. Yeah. That I was not prepared for. Naked. No, I was usually clothed. On a stage it, in front of people? It was just a horrible feeling rolling in knowing I had zero prep, knowing yeah. I was going to get a zero on this. Yep. And I've, I've had that nightmare for many, many years. And so that has been a motivator to make an effort to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Counts. I feel like it, there's certain things I over-prepare for. So anytime I have to participate in worship, I feel like sometimes I over-prepare for that. And then I feel like there's other times where I don't put that much prep into something I should. Yeah. 
Well, you know what's so funny that we're talking about this. We do zero prep for this show. <laughs> they can so tell. They know. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which is so funny. We're talking about the importance yeah. of being prepared because we don't prepare for this in any way. And so we're sorry, everyone to our American listener. Yeah. We apologize to you for that. Um, <laughs> and our German. <laughs> Whatever happened to our German listener? He's, he still, there. There? he's yeah. still there. He's still there. He's, exa- he's got to be. Right. Kluden grasshopper. Right. Der grasshopper. Okay. The grasshopper. Yeah. All right. So let's be prepared. Yeah. Mark Mosey says, has a saying when it talks about everyone says, I hope I make it to heaven. Um, he says he knows he's going to heaven because he lives his life in such a way. And that comes from preparation to me. Um, just, just being ready, preparing yourself for that day every day. And so I think when you relate it to Christianity, um, you've always got to be ready to go to have that confidence. And, and that comes with, to be good at anything, you have to prepare yourself. Yeah. It's just constant preparation. A discipline. That's a conscious decision every day. Yeah. You know, Paul would say, I'm going to buffet my body mm-hmm. daily. So it is, I'm going to do this, even though it's uncomfortable. Right. And I don't want to do it. There's 12 other things I'd rather be doing. Because mm-hmm. well, WLAZY is playing my favorite song right now. Well, turn it off. And like you said, for work, Brett, um, you're a good worker because one of your servant heart, but also you're, you're, you're ready at work. You know what you're doing. If you have some kind of a, a presentation or a project or something, you get ready for it. Mm-hmm. And, and how much more confident you feel when you've put the time in. Right. And I, I think that relates totally to our Christian lives. And for those of you children that are in math classes, study to show yourself approved. So don't go to a math yeah. test unprepared. It's a terrible Can't. feeling. Do your work in math. I, yeah. I'm so bad in math. I, I get, I, I quit helping the kids. Literally, this is true in about fourth grade. And, <laughs> really? You get through I, algebra? I am so, no way. Oh, I'm okay. so anxiety filled when it comes to math that I literally still have nightmares about math tests. Fractions yeah. do that to me. Yeah, it's it's. I'm so bad. <laughs> Jack is in fractions right now, and yeah, and I had to refresh myself. Yeah, as far as um, improper numerators fractions, on top, right? Denominator, denominator mixed no, numbers, okay, improper yeah, fractions, mixed, changing know, a mixed number to an improper fraction. I don't yep. know what you're talking Simplifying about. Simplifying factoring. All I know is my dad used to look at me and say, "What happened? Yeah, how did this happen to you? <laughs> I wasn't prepared, Dad, because he's a math genius, and was I was math, like, okay. I was, oh yeah, and I yeah. was like, the the anti." Yeah, Mark Senior. When it came to, <laughs> when it came to math, he got a little frustrated sometimes. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number ten. We're this already is, to number ten. This is this it? is it. This, this is, is the end number of the 10. list. Wow, guys. Number ten is having a strong work ethic. That ties everything up very nicely. It does. Buttons it you've already alluded to on this. A, yeah. You know, showing yeah. up. Yeah, and you know. Speaking of work ethic, we all have kids, and we're all supposed to be an example. So what do they see? Yeah. Do they see a strong work ethic as it relates to your job? Are they going to understand that careers or employment mm-hmm. <laughs> are important <laughs> to you know provide for your family? Are they going to see work ethic with the brethren, with serving, mm-hmm. strong work ethic? which you guys and your families have. As do you. for that. And 
what kind of example are we showing with our work ethic? And, and you hear all the time, you know, my dad was a hard worker. My mom was a hard worker. And, you know, you, you've talked about your dad, mm -hmm. Mark, you know, being in constantly studying. Yep. And I know Jason, your dad was a hard worker. And so, you know, that had an impact. And so our work ethic not only affects us right now, mm -hmm. but it's going to affect our offspring someday too. That's right. In the menial things, in the, um, the, the first job getting minimum wage, you touched on this, Brett. So mm -hmm. the great work ethic. And when no one's watching, you know, you know what the boss is in. Well, yeah, you're, you're doing this. But when no one's looking, when it's a menial task yep. and it, it's not on your do job description, do it. That's a great point. You see yeah. it, do it. And it, and just taking it back to this list, what you just said takes no talent. You just do it. Speaking of just do it, your shoes that you're wearing, mm. uh, this is yes. circa, yeah. what, what year? These is are... 84. Yes. In 1984. I'm wearing the Air Jordan 1. And so to Van model. Halen as well, you've got these shoes on. They I, look incredible. I, I wish do. people could see I, it. I watched... Um, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan growing up. Yeah. Um, and when I watched The Last Dance this summer, after the first episode, I immediately got online and I said, I've got to get a, a pair of Jordans. You and, look faster than you already are. Well, and I got them in. And when I opened the box, I felt like I was 10 years old again. They look great. And I never wear them. They're, they've been sitting on my desk at home. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Tonight, the podcast needs a little... Little Air J in it. You brought it. You brought the Jays. Brought the Jays. There's another great. reason to love the Bulls again. Yes, Billy D. Billy D's coaching yep. the Bulls. That's right. Well, he is he going to turn it around for them? I don't know. Okay, it, it's it's tough for an NBA coach. I'm uh, I'm peacefully protesting the NBA. Mm. I'll leave it at there. <laughs> he's got right now. He's tied or first or second for the highest winning percentage by a former college coach. That moved to the pros. I didn't realize he won Coach of the Year last year. He did. In the NBA. Co, yeah. Co, yep. co Coach of the Year. I believe it's Coach, yep. It's amazing. I'm sure he's proud. Yep. Well, guys, that's my list. That was a great um, list. I, uh, you know, we went a little off of what we usually do mm -hmm. tonight, but I've been staring at this list for a while and I thought, I want to get y'all's opinion on it. So I hope that was okay to do. Um, and I, I really do appreciate y'all's insights on it. I love it. Now, do we have any idea? what we're doing next week are we do we have a guest are we are we done is this season two wrap up no. like i said I, I i've got to hear friday on a renewed season three okay. um but we can um we can have a i think we just know who we're bringing in next time or we can do a surprise brett if you want to yeah well whatever you guys want yeah we'll figure it out all right so we'll look forward to doing something next week uh, we're going to violate a couple well, we're just going to violate the unpreparedness part. We'll bring a great attitude, effort. We'll mm -hmm. work on our posture. Of course. Well, we'll be prepared we'll be... by preparing to bring someone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then just let it happen. <laughs> you know, organically. It's how we roll. That's right. It is how we roll. Change that station out there. God bless everyone.
Hi everyone, this is Brett. I hope you've enjoyed and been encouraged by this episode of the podcast. Just wanted to remind you that you can now stream and download these episodes on several different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, just by searching Threefold Chord Podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast on any of these platforms, you will be notified when a new episode is available for download. Have a great day, everyone.